0: Hey, gang, John here. I hope you are safe and that the day sees you encouraged. We'll get to the episode shortly, but in the spirit of what I mentioned last week, I would like to draw your attention to the DD actual play, stream, and now podcast, Rivals of Waterdeep, which you can find over at rivalsofwaterdeep.com. I'm taking the time to catch up on this show, and I would invite you to do the same as well as sharing with your friends. Next, I want to thank Gordon McAlpin, who has been killing it over in the DM's Guild with his Death by Goblins book. I also want to give a shout-out to Kilowatt for her art, and Michaela Garrison for editing our show. Guys, we love you all. Now, let's get to it.
1: Friends, fiends, I have good news. You ready for it? Oh, I bet you are. My cousin brought me three more alchemy jugs, all filled with ale. Things are finally looking up. Oh, you you want more from our heroes? Well, fine. When last we spoke, they deliberated over a plank of wood. Now let me take a few chug-a-lugs from Bug-a-Lug's alchemy jug, and I'll tell you more about these demon days.
0: You make your way down to your place, or your little room in the cabin with uh, Yusuf and Fetter. And yeah, let's do the rolls. You're gonna get some visions, so yay!
2: Well, some images are gonna appear in the crystal ball. My crystal ball. Crystal ball,
0: tell me all. Alright. As the smoke in the crystal ball moves around and eventually clears, you see a beautiful and kingly courtyard with a few soldiers standing nearby at attention. And the armor that they have is very familiar. You recognize it as Dominion armor. They are more regal in attire and more... They're newer. There's not not any rust on them or wear and tear. They're actually really polished and shiny. This looks very royal. You appear to be in a palace of sorts, courtyard sort of thing. With all the clues you're seeing there, you immediately see little thing sitting at a lavish fountain board and arms folded together all pouty just like huh with his feet kind of dangling over the edge of the fountain and hitting the ground but you know it's he, he could be taller and you see igni and another in a somewhat heated conversation the other looks kind of like igni but with deep green skin and yellow eyes her horns are Elaborately decorated with rings, beads, gems, and her low-cut dress looks like it has scales from every color of dragon. She has a bright blue gemstone necklace, and her bare arms are decked with bracelets and bands all gold. With her nearby, Igni looks old. You start to hear bits of the conversation as it kind of comes in and out from Igni. I can't keep him around. It's dangerous. And then the other person. And here I thought you were the badass. Come on, be serious. This kid's hot. Ugh, ew. God's it! not like that. Why do you even have that little... thing at all? That's none of your concern. Ugh, come off it. Not every one of us plays the family game. But you play games all the same. Ugh, fiddly Igni, lighten up. Ugh. You're always so intense. Did you see the book? I did. <laughs> uh, our nephew is causing quite a stir. Will you take the kid, or have I wasted my time here? Ugh, fine. This is seriously going to be a bummer to my court game. Uh, make him your boy-in-waiting or your silly little spy or some shit. Huh. Huh. You make a good point. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that will work. I feel immediately better about this. Uh, now run along and play Papa's favorite soldier of fortune. (laughs) Igni swears under her breath, says a curt farewell to Little Thing, and starts to walk away in a huff. Uh, Escorted at great distance by the Royal Guards, as your vision for Little Thing comes to a close.
3: Jesus Christ.
2: (laughs) Which aunt was that, and, um, would it be weird... If I said I kind of think she's cute.
3: No, uh, good jeans. Um, <laughs> that is. She's got perhaps, good style. Gotta admit. That's perhaps the uh, first member of my family that you met, though you didn't meet her directly, but you did meet her pants. That is my aunt Fee.
2: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
3: And John, does that, did that courtyard look familiar to me at all?
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it is the Dominion Palace where King Luz-
3: Lugarius is. Like, oh, it's... his palace compound. Okay, so Fi yeah. is at court. Fi is not, that's not the tower, though. That's not home.
0: No, no. You, you remember her, her, she's blabbed about it at least a few times, that she has been very interested in being in a kingly court in the dominant dominant force of the land and right as you have seen looks like she has succeeded
3: all right well it seems like Cart with king lugarius which um fuck I means she's at sky point but that means that that's where the kid's going to stay at least for the for the moment interesting because our dear friend uh the wizard right is the court counsel for lugarius correct uh yeah the, the arch Bonham. Arch, Bonham. The arch Bonham. Yeah, bottom of the bane. Right, so that means at Sky Point right now we have the following people amassed in very close proximity. We've got Bonham, we've got the Gnomes, we've got Little Thing, and yeah, they're all in the King's Court or thereabouts. Do we want to, since we're sure that he's, do, do we want to tomorrow maybe perhaps check in on the Gnomes or perhaps my mother?
2: Just tossing that out there. I mean, we can do that now if you want. Yeah,
3: I don't know. Yusuf, what are your feelings? Because if we know that Bonham, we know, we'd, we'd piece together that he had some interest in Candace, correct? With Bonham Bonham the Bane. Wasn't he, wasn't part of our investigation through her journal? I thought we'd figured out that there was some connection between Candace and Bonham.
2: You mean Candace?
3: Cadence. Cadence. Sorry. Cadence? Hey, at least I'm consistent. That's uh, was, okay. Uh, her
2: name is shit. You don't have to remember <laughs> it. Just like her. Well, we know
4: that she, we know uh. that he and Galatha used to be lovers. Galatha is the one. Her parents right. were priests. Yeah.
2: Oh,
3: oh, no that we know that 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 Bonham the Bane was corresponding with the captain. That's what I was remembering. That he Right. He was he was brokering the deal for Horatio to come with the boat. That was the connection I was thinking about. Well, well. Okay. Interesting. Well, that's better than what, what I first thought when I saw that courtyard until I pieced some things together, was that she was back at the family tower in dis. So this is markedly better than that, I suppose.
2: I would have preferred he not be there, because, yeah, that's not good news for me. So,
3: awesome. In what way? Just, I imagine that the riders can't, or wouldn't, dare to... Assault the king's inner keep that seems like a bad idea.
2: uh, let's just say there's a reason why I don't like big city cities, and that is i I might have been involved in some stuff in Sky Point,
3: mm-hmm. and it just i I pretty much saw that period as an ellipses, and I'm just
2: looking at you nodding like <laughs> 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 yeah. I kind of look over at Yusuf, and I'm like, mm-hmm.
4: There's... And? And? It's
2: involved in some stuff. <laughs> and...
4: What kind of stuff?
2: Maybe I can tell you this later?
4: Look around? Like I,
2: I, I kind of look under my breath we... to Fetter, and I'm like, maybe I can tell you this later?
4: Sure. I kind of look around at the four of us, I'm like, I mean... Well, the three of us. Well, the three of us. <laughs> three of us. <laughs> I mean... Yeah.
2: Well, like, then... Like, Like, I can't... All right, Yusuf, you're gonna judge me. I know you will. Really? Probably. Hey, my
3: family blew up a continent, so uh, <laughs> if it's on a scale between genocide and not genocide, I feel like you're probably in a pretty good space. I don't know. Call me nuts, but...
2: I was an information gatherer for a guild, and I might have done some morally questionable stuff.
3: What, uh, who were the guild aligned with?
2: Not really aligned with anybody, except for themselves.
3: So, like the Black Rose, essentially?
2: Mmm, a little bit, a little bit more exclusive. I honestly was kind of more of a, I was contracted more than part of them. Right, but all, no extra planar attachments, or... I'm trying to think back to what we talked about, John. <laughs> I was like, I don't think they do. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. No. No. Yeah.
3: No extra planer.
2: No extra planer. All right, well,
3: it's fine by me. I mean, do you think that they have any interaction with bottom or any interaction with... How, how would that
1: negatively... Oh,
2: they've, they have absolutely had interaction with... The, the king. court and the king, because you know he runs the city by essentially running uh, the top guild.
4: Sure. Interesting.
2: And their goal is essentially to go in and take out certain people and topple guilds from the inside. Interesting. Might have, might have upset some some people. I'm pretty sure the king doesn't know me by name. There's a reason for that. Sure. Taslin, Taslin. <laughs> I really need to start keeping a tab of like who knows my actual name and then, uh, and and then possibly going through and murdering people.
4: It's okay, Blue.
2: <laughs> or no, she, sir, well, she'd murder Cadence, but uh, <laughs> other people, she'd just suggestion, <laughs> suggestion sure. it out of their head. So much (laughs) anger for no reason.
3: So who would want the boy other than, I mean, obviously my family is keeping him safe-ish, theoretically. I mean, I could always call the cambion back and see what she knows. Perhaps that's the... Feder, as you guys are talking, Mm -hmm. Feder, your journal
0: starts to kind of ping you. And it's there if you open it?
3: Yeah, I'll open it.
0: All right. Speak of the devil. (laughs) You're a bit surprised to see this. Mm Mm-hmm. The text reads, A feeble-minded mother of four regains her faculties, but misses more. To Vangmar's bane we soar. Her ancient golden wisdom we implore.
3: Signed, Z. Mm Mm-hmm. Vangmar's bane. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's my mom. Interesting. All right, so... Gang up uh, group update. Mom and my aunt are on their way to Vangmar's Bane. Oh, Vangmar's Bane is to is the is in the west, right, John? Yes. All right. So
0: a little bit of play on location right. there. So it, it's meant to obscure from sure the next message that comes mm-hmm. in from P, and it's just all mm-hmm. caps,
3: scrawled in anger. What the fuck! <laughs> wow. That took her uh, way too long to respond to. That's really funny.
0: Feder. you can uh, picture just... You know that Parsifal does her best to control her anger, but sometimes it just is too much. Not great for a hunter type to get so angry, but every now and then something can really just send her into a frenzy. And I guess this did. You you and your mother have both given her the demon or devil equivalent of an aneurysm.
3: (laughs) Well, um... Good news, Percival's pissed. So uh, that brings me a little bit of joy in my cold, dead heart. Sorry, huh. which one's Percival again? Percival is uh, Melanthar's paramour, my aunt, the hunter. Oh,
2: who he sent a very taunting message about, like yes. Melanthar. Yeah. Pretty
3: much told her to eat my ass. Okay. <laughs> it seems like my mother is is weirdly headed uh, westwardly to Vengmar, which might actually answer the question of our final tower. So, interesting. We should get with Laysa and see what we know about Vengmar and try to at least gather some notes. Obviously, we're almost at the Roche Day, and that would put us, if I'm kind of looking towards the map, I don't know, it seems like we could easily swing west to Vengmar instead of going to Yusuf's Fall, but I don't know.
4: Well, usurper's fall, we think, is the
3: south tower, right? Is we yeah, but on our map here, if you look, the Vrosh day is kind of, I
4: mean, south by southwest.
3: It's yeah, I mean, it, it it's almost it's seemingly equidistant to both places, depending on the means we have to travel. So interesting, but that could, I mean, if she's going there with she's going there with my aunt, then they're trying to investigate some things on their own. So. Always interesting. Mm. All right. Well. Do we know what Vangmar is? I'm not so sure. Federer, you'd
0: you'd know generally that it is southwest. Right. And I would say maybe if anything, the maps you would have access to are a little bit more rough, but yeah, you get the general yeah, southwesterly direction. No, no,
4: no, not where. What? Historically. Oh,
0: I guess history check. Oh boy.
3: Roll that history. Eleven. Not my strongest suit.
4: I got a plus. Zero in it. I also rolled an 11.
0: Oh, nice. (laughs) You both generally know that a long time ago, the southwest was a much more nice place. Vibrant land that war just devastated it. So it's nothing more than a barren southern sandy wasteland. A few prominent places, though, managed to thrive in that environment. One of them is Vengmar, which is Generally, the home of the dragonborn in this continent—that seems to be where most of them are—and dragonkin. A lot of them have, over time, just congregated there. But they've also become raiders, and they've taken quite possessive control over the, the land. But contesting them is the city of Kaysaris. and you remember—you have—you know more about that city as a great kind of southern beacon, an untouched city, untouched by the Dominion untouched by any of the seeming political machinations of Valdarion. Um, I mean, Federer, you kind of sneer at them a little bit, because it's like, how far, I mean, how, how long can you stay out of the struggle for the land? But you know that, that Kyceris is a very free city, and a very mysterious, kind of mysterious. Not much not much is known about it, and not many, very many people really divulge their time there. It's just like, yeah, it's a, very, it's a nice place. But they also get a wistful look in their eye, you know, and even the history books that you've read, Feder and Yusuf, even some that you've seen, they all always get a bit poetic whenever they talk about Kaisarius, that metropolis on the hill, the, the, the Southern, the Great Southern Hope.
4: Kind of like a Camelot situation?
0: Yeah. Anything you've read has gotten a little bit cringy, kind of like worship of that city, but they seem to be the hope. And then, oh, there's Vangmar too. The Thorn and Kaisaris' side, Vangmar. Okay.
3: Interesting. Well, that rounds the picture out. I think we just have to... Perhaps when we get on the ground at the Roche Day, we can see what they know about either place. Yeah. Taz, who, who else were you intending on scrying on today?
2: My asshole of a father.
3: Do we think his situation will be markedly different? No offense. Never know. Is there anyone else that I feel like... I was curious about the whereabouts of my mother, but at least I know where she's intending to go. So that's something, at least for the day. Is there anywhere? I mean, I don't know. Is it worth checking on the Roche Day to see what we're landing into? Is it worth checking on the gnomes? I don't know. I'm just tossing it out there.
2: Well... We can check on whoever we want to. You don't necessarily have to be there for when I'm looking in on Daddy Dearest, but the Rochedea Dea and the gnomes will be a little harder. I would need assistance, because especially for the Roche Dea, because I, other than looking at a map, I know nothing about it.
4: Yeah. Yusuf, thoughts? I'm not entirely sure how. John, I'll, I'll give the name of a gnome that I didn't see laying dead and on the possibility that they're still alive because I know that I know the, the main people that I had from our background, like none of them are still about because all of them are dead. So I'll try and focus on just a general not part of the power struggle of the city like Dave or Bob or something and see if I'll tell her about one of them, see if she can find them just to Okay. Since they'd probably be where the rest of the gnomes are in the scheme of things.
0: Right, right. Sort of like, like an alderman for the city yeah, well, or something. Or not even,
4: not even that. They might have come across. Not even, like, like the butcher. If I knew the butcher might still be alive, like focus in on that. Just like someone who would be oh. where the rest of the gnomes would be. Not someone who is in a position of power in the city. Just like an average Joe to see where all of them are. If that makes sense, like if they if they took all the gnomes and have them just working on industry lines, building warships, or if they're mining or something, like all of the general populace populace would possibly be together. So I like that's what I'd be curious about, like where they are in relation to each other. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, that might be pretty tough, just considering the vagary of the idea like the general like person you might have met you would have to be really descriptive of them okay so i would put that on pretty difficult just because yeah you probably would be like oh that blacksmith is a dave or a bob oh which one was it well i mean like
4: if you see the other tradesmen like i probably would have known just because if i was like trading with them like i'm just i'm what i'm saying is not someone in a position of power in the city like i'm not looking for the mayor i'm looking for like Bob the butcher who I interacted with every day that I know well but isn't wouldn't be pulled out to like keep on interrogating about the city or something like that. He's just like being the mines or whatever. Like trying to find Sure, sure. Trying to nail down the general Location of where the most of the populace are, if that makes sense.
0: Sure, we can we can do that, or or if if you wanted even the one person you do know, Zephina, like we could do, you could do that too, because she's more distinct. But yeah, we can we can do we can do either either or.
4: Wait, I thought I looked for her and I found her dead too.
0: You saw that she was fine. I, I think in the in the goof-up, you scried on the the uh, simulacrum.
4: Oh, okay. I yeah. thought that I thought I saw the simulacrum was dead, and then I looked for the other one and found that she had died farther out of the city.
0: No, I feel like I had her just, she was in shackles going on there, because I, I misheard you back then when we were doing it. I was like, I thought you meant okay. the simulacrum for some stupid reason, and then said that she was dead, and then like she was maybe in rough shape, but she was still got it.
4: Well, in that case, yeah. If she's still if she's still alive, then I'll I'll look for her then.
2: Okay. It it doesn't matter. It's secondhand knowledge. I don't know her. Period. So she okay. would get a plus five to her save. Okay. Plus five to her save. Yep.
0: So Prime is still alive. Yeah.
2: DC has to be higher than seventeen.
0: Man, she got a twenty-four. Yep. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing pops through for her.
2: Just swirly, swirly.
4: Okay. I suppose it doesn't mean anything, because she either she's dead or she just resisted it. Okay.
2: She would resist yeah, it. Yeah, she wouldn't be able to resist it if she were dead. Yeah, if she were dead, something would have shown up.
4: Oh. Well that's good. Okay. Thanks, Blue.
3: Well <laughs> Dinner, drinks.
0: And then there's the rest of the evening for you guys. Uh, and then Tazlin. I'm sure she wants to check her she wants to check her dad, but that may or may not be of interest to the rest of you.
3: I'll give you some privacy.
4: I will, too.
0: Well, rolled a two for him. So. <laughs> <laughs> Zephno, one was the first time I ever rolled a, a high number for these. So, yeah, you have your eyes on the crystal ball as the smoke does its thing. It swirls and swirls. And for a minute, you think, mm, uh, I failed this time. But no, it does show the cell once more. And... As it settles on the familiar view, you have a cold, like, there's, like, just a cold grasp of, like, a cold panic that hits your heart at first. Your father looks dead, and it takes you a minute to realize he's not. Eventually, you see a little bit of a breathing as you just, your view just starts to really focus on him, and a little twitch here and there. Probably the worst half second of your life, despite all the shit, and... Eventually you hear a noise, a clanging of a a gate and uh, a cruel chuckle. A guard or a soldier or a thug or ruffian, it's hard to tell because you're not really looking anywhere else, seems to come in and try to determine if he's alive or dead. You see a leather-armored hand just kind of check around, move things around, check his face, tilt his head roughly, grasp onto his head, you know, by the chin and back of the head and just, like, jerk around just like, he's getting rough and it's, giving you complicated feelings despite the, especially with the recent startle but one thing you do notice as the guard is seemingly just haphazardly checking the body you see the eyes open you see Cheshire's eyes open and suddenly you see him shift down and scoot his legs up and grasp around the guard and they struggle for a while and eventually he subdues his jailer snaps his neck cruelly and breaks out of his chains. It takes a while. He's not very, you know, you don't, maybe you're not watching for very long, maybe five minutes or so, of just tearing at them and just, he's got kind of a feral look to him as he's doing this. Just uh, maybe he's not really paying attention. Like maybe he's not in the moment. He's just reacting pure adrenaline. And he finally breaks out of the chains and just starts to suss around the guard, like dig through him and find the keys. Got it. Great. And then he spends... Some time clumsily doing that and you see that he's progressing away and your view starts to f- blur cloud over and that is your vision through the crystal ball
2: cool um i'm just gonna kind of stay in my room for the night
4: sure cool
0: and then yeah the rest of you guys it's around the evening time everyone has started to go down and grab their meal chill for a while and all that, and then the day is starting to come to a close. Unless there's anything else you guys have to do,
3: say, confer. I'll try to find Lisa at a moment when she isn't deep in meditation and catch her up on the potential location of our western tower and let her know that we think that little thing is at the king's court for what it's worth and just kind of catch her up on what we found out. Yeah and then i'll just
5: do i know anything about vangmar spain
3: uh history check roll high roll high roll
5: high
3: uh
0: 18. nice you know that vangmar is referred to at least in the vrush day as like the scourge of the south it is the the ruin as a lot of the dragonborn there have gone according to your books evil And that's kind of a subjective thing they've just become very warlike and territorial and they have taken to a different way of life that is you could argue that it maybe isn't that bad but for whatever reason the land has been destroyed because of the fight that they've been in it's kind of this old little microcosm of its own war that like the dominion's doing with the whole continent trying to take it over they want the south uh just that pocket But fighting them constantly is, you know, the city of Kaysaris, this kind of force that has been managing to keep them from, they keep them in check and contest them at every turn. So you know that the two cities are very much each other's bane.
3: Lisa, did you, in your gettings on with uh, Klekthaw, speak about where he's from, what his origins are? Nope. If he's dragonborn as well?
5: Yeah, but not all dragonborn come from Fangmar, right?
3: <laughs> right, I'm just curious if he's from there. Perhaps he knows.
5: I don't know, we could ask him.
3: Or knows something of it.
5: Do I know anything about Kaisaris?
3: Yeah, you, you know that as kind of the
0: one free city, that they keep themselves very mysterious in terms of the general knowledge, and they don't do much more than keep... Vangmar at Bay, there is kind of this rumor that the city predates everything on Valdarion. Although the textbooks that you've read at the Veroche Day, a lot of... there, there There would be enough articles and theses that would suggest that that's just a bunch of hogwash. Obviously, some of those scholars come from Trost. Some of those scholars come from the Dominion Territory, Sky Point, and some of the universities. And some are... Maybe not as invested or from different continents.
5: Okay, so they're heading to Kaysaris, not to Vangmar, right? She's going to Vangmar's Bane, is what she said in her note to you, right? Like, I'm assuming you told me the text.
3: Yes, Vangmar's Bane, yeah. So then perhaps then you think that she's going to Kaysaris instead of Vangmar.
5: She's writing in code and it's, you know, Vangmar's Bane is Kaysaris. It'd be cool to visit though. Like way cooler than
3: Yeah, now that I now that we've kind of chatted it out, yeah, maybe they are headed to Kaisar's. She's at Vangmar's Bane. I mean we do kind of talk and rhyme to each other in code. Interesting. Which is uh I suppose quite a bit farther away. So I don't know. I trust my mother. Perhaps we should stay the course to Usiper's fall.
5: Let's see what they have to say at the dead
3: yeah, if, if she, I mean, now that you now that we've kind of talked about it and the fact that those two places are in kind of perpetual conflict with each other, then Vangmar's bane would be code for Casarius, theoretically. So she'd be headed there. So perhaps, again, that's much farther away, theoretically.
5: With your aunt, you said, right?
3: Yeah. Theor- yeah. And we'd know, actually know that my mom was there. Or headed there.
4: I mean you told your mom you or you coded her that we were heading south, right? To Usurpers Fall, yeah. Well, if that's the case. And
3: told her to to seek out the Verosh day, so Okay. Interesting. Alright. Well, uh, we've still got another day till we get to the Veroche and all might become much more apparent once we get there, but something to consider.
4: Yeah, I copy that.
3: Right, so, I mean, we get on the ground, we see what things are there, and I don't know, maybe we go one way and we can ask the Roche to maybe go to the other. I don't know. Something to think about. Anyway, dinner, drinks. This was supposed to be a travel day and it got weirdly busy.
4: <clears throat> dinner. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, the, the rest of the evening is yours. It is,
0: there's not much else going on. Everyone's, like, Galahan's watching the, the piece of wood, you know, Mr. Plank, right. Plank. as it were. And uh, yeah, just another another night on the the Phoenix Blade. Well, a few people getting drinking and all that, but nothing too rowdy like the like the Maiden Voids at night
4: of. Just like the, everyone knows they got to work the next day. I'll probably uh, I'll probably get food and then go back up on top and post up with with Gallagher.
0: Sure. And then yeah, unless and if anyone else has any like stationing, like I know Taslin, you mentioned you were staying below, yeah. and then Lisa, you were heading off to either meditate or go to sleep or what have you.
3: I'll just like hang up in the crow's nest for a bit. Sure.
5: Actually, is Klektha still at the wheel? Oh boy. No, I'm just going to go hang out with him (laughs) and bring him some food from downstairs because I've been working in the kitchens and I'm just chatting with him with the goal of maybe finding out where he's from. Yeah.
0: He's a little bit more subdued, not necessarily doing the, uh, the happy steering thing. He's just, like, business as usual. Oh, yeah, thank, thank you for the uh, food. I, I don't know, sometimes I get in a, in, a, in a zone, you know, up here, like, with the wheel, the wind on my scales, and just, we're flying, and I don't know. It, I just kind of lose myself, But but I still can steer this thing. I'm being safe. <laughs> but I get peace. I am very peaceful. Uh... So, uh, where I'm from? Where I'm from? Uh... Well... Yeah. So... Uh, well... I mean... Uh, my past is not exactly the, the most, uh, fun-loving like you see now. I, uh, I was once what they called uh, a berserker in one of the many militias we had down in uh, a place called Vengmar, you know, on this continent. And I was pretty good at it, actually. Uh, killed a lot of people. <laughs> Got a lot of, uh, I don't know. I had a lot of bloodlust during that time. I served on many journeys and killed many people. And our fight was with uh, a city called Kaisares and killed many of them. And they killed many of ours. And you know, every now and then we would raid uh, that mining operation over at uh, Glintstone. To the west of uh, Fangmar, getting the the one like v- uh, Dominion outpost or whatever. I don't know. I have some history with this place, which is I try not to bring it up too much because uh, I don't know if Horatio likes it that much, or maybe I'm projecting, or, or you know, I, I don't know. Eno- I don't know that much about it other than just down there. It's, it was home for a while, and I don't know. Eventually, I just lost. He starts to lose some of his chipperness. I I don't know. I just lost my taste for it. Yeah. No, I just... It it wasn't for me. I also lost parts of myself. You you, very well know. And, I don't know, I abandoned my post. I left. I escaped. I ran away, which is tough. I, I know there was many a night where I wasn't entirely sure I would wake up the next day. He pauses for a moment as he relives some of that. Eventually, I left. I was able to leave this place and uh, landed at a place called Janzil continent quite a ways they were experiencing war and that was a bummer for me I ended up fighting some more and again I was good at it but fuck man I just I don't that's not what I want or what I wanted Then I met Horatio And uh Yeah, he offered me a different way And I could kind of Know my way around some mechanics And ship stuff And and this is not like any other ship uh, You know, you've seen or I've seen And it worked I've been this way since Is that Is that, is that good?
5: It's great are you excited to be going home? Or close to home? Nervous?
0: <sighs> Not really. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you all find what you're looking for at this place coming up. If you don't mind me saying, I... It hurts. I'm sorry. It just hurts.
5: I thought it would hurt, but I'm really excited.
0: He grunts. To get to, to your place? This is, this is, this is home. your home?
5: It was for a while. For a long while, it's where I grew up. Are they nice? They're nice, and I still get to kill people. So it's kind of a nice balance.
0: Huh? Who thinks it over?
5: I get that peace, you know. Like you get standing up here on the ship. Yeah. I get to do that. Yeah. I get to be on boats, and I still get to do what I'm good at. I'll introduce you. You'll like them, probably.
0: Oh yeah, no, that's that would be great. I.
5: I mean, Horatio's great, too. I'm not saying you have to leave. I just think, you know, sometimes it's just nice to not feel so alone. And also, sometimes, like, bloodlust can be, like, useful. It's like, you gotta remember the lust part and not just the blood part.
0: Oh, yeah. For sure, I...
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well.
5: War is dumb. Killing is fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. It's...
5: Is what you're saying.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that is... It, just, it does feel invigorating. I I think... I don't... I'm not a big thinker, but... I, just the killing... The continual killing. The unfocused killing. The chaos. War shouldn't... Go on forever, right? Like, maybe kill something that needs to be killed and kill it good, but... Yes! All the time? I...
5: Yeah, no, not all the time. It's gotta be fun, otherwise it loses its specialness. That's true of everything.
0: He he brightens. Yes. Yeah. It's perfect.
5: Oh She's gonna smack him in the ass with her tail and then walk back downstairs and go to bed.
0: Right, right. Like I would rather get into a pit with someone else, my equal.
5: She's just walking away while he's talking. <laughs> she found out what she needed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mid sentence.
5: Whack. Yeah,
0: daddy. <laughs> <laughs> He gets through half the sentence, and he's like,
4: well, shit, do I follow? As he looks at the wheel.
3: And he's just kind of like, and the ship crashes, we all die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he dies happy.
5: I didn't necessarily want him to follow. It's just, you know, the invite's there. I'm going to go find Feder and let him know what I found out.
0: Oh, okay. He's still working out whether he's going to do it and finding someone to steer the ship for him. <laughs> but yeah, you go down and find Feder. Oh, you're still up in the crow's nest, aren't you?
3: I mean, yeah, I was for a bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. let's just say I'm still up there. Oh, okay. But I'm not making any, like, I'm not, like, hiding up there. You know?
5: Yeah. Hey. He's from Vangmar. I'm going to go to bed now. I think he might try to go with me. Good night.
3: (laughs) Enjoy yourself. Good night.
5: Give him the double finger gun. (laughs) Bye. Yeah,
3: as you
0: climb down, you notice that he found some uh, (laughs) sailor. He's like... Hold this for as long as you need to.
3: I'll, I'll go.
4: I'll at go, to the, he I'll and go like, to the
3: helm and, and go up to the sailor and be like, "Do you know uh, what you're doing?" I mean, uh, no, <laughs> no. Give it here. Well, oh
4: uh, shit.
3: And I'll just okay. And I'll cover. I'll cover for him <laughs> at least for a bit. Nice. Yeah. Until and, whoever yeah. comes to relieve him. Sure. Sure. Yeah, and Klekthaw goes
0: off and has his merriments with Lisa. With not even a concern for the ship yeah. wheel he just left. Couple odd What a great guy.
3: Musket <laughs> dislodges from his
0: arm. <laughs> yeah. Oh that Klekthaw uh, The uh night goes by. And somewhere in the middle of the night, it's not for a very long Lisa, you get kind of a maybe it's the you're getting close to home, to the family you, the, ma- mo- the family you really have only ever known, and it's just maybe it's an anxiety from it or something. But you start to dream of it, the place of the home and the Roche day, and then you start to dream of your time with your dad, and it starts to do what nightmares do, as it kind of cruelly replays some of the past trauma for you, but then kind of weaves that in non-linearly with just your struggle, as you got used to the way of the Roche day, the physical demands of it. And it's a fitful sleep. It's not exactly the most, it's not the nicest sleep you've had. It doesn't ruin your long rest or anything, but you wake up a little bit more, kind of that feeling where it's like the the dream just uh, kind of took the wind out of your sail in terms of just the enjoyment of the evening. And just like, I didn't need to have that anxious of a dream and then the next day arrives and you're all up and at him once again the day is yours to do any less anything things you need to do uh scrying or anything like that I'll follow him with the crew
4: sure uh Yusuf is hanging out with Gallahan in the wood
5: back to the kitchen
0: and then
4: Taslet
5: yeah oh go ahead I don't
2: know like if any of the visions will be any different. Actually, no, they would. Because Pops would have... Okay. I slept with Shenzo. He was a comfort. Okay. Good, good. So Shenzo's still out and about. Let me roll. The kid has a... The kid has, if I remember right, a plus three. But Pops has, like, a negative 15.
0: (laughs) So what you're saying is he rolled a zero. Yeah. Yeah, so as before... Since I can't seem to save against this whatsoever, um, we should <laughs> just assume I'm just going to fail the roll every single time for these guys. You see first, for little thing, he's getting groomed and fitted into nicer courtly clothing this morning in a room that is really should really be called a hall. Nearby, you see Fee, pounding back glasses of sparkling wine as she paints. She's dressed like a rainbow Kenku. And the vision just kind of proceeds like on that line as if it's a still life.
2: She has rad sense of style. L- love her style. Uh, don't so much like him being in court. That's not. Nope. Don't yeah. like that at all.
0: Yeah. All the kind of the scruffy hair being like combed neatly and very starting to become prim and proper, whether he's in, into it or not. Then for your father, you see him just sitting on the edge of a stone pathway watching the sunrise and the city come to life. And he looks out into, as your vision kind of clears further, looks out into what you would know as the Sky Basin, or this small lake that interrupts the river to the southwestern side of Sky Point. And I'll give you a map if I haven't yet for that. He takes a drag from a a roughly put-together smoke, flicks it away, and walks toward what you see in the distance to be a large docked galleon that doesn't look like it has seen water travel ever. And your vision fades.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and then she'll just, uh, like, do her normal with, uh, with Shenzhou. Skybathing. Maybe knocking around a little netball. <laughs> like she did on the, okay. on the steam putter.
0: Sure. And, yeah, I would say for this, since things on the ship are generally winding down as we're getting closer, any last things for the day, and then we'll start the actual... Combat? Passage through. (laughs) Yusuf comes in and starts attacking everybody. He's crazed! Um, I will say at a certain point, if you maybe do a history... No. I would say... Maybe nature check.
3: Okay. (laughs) Because
0: you can see out over the ship. Because the scenery is starting to change a bit. You're starting to notice
3: more. I got a 19, John. 14. Nice.
2: I got
5: a 4. This guy's
3: pretty. No.
2: (laughs) Hold on. Oh, shit. I actually rolled okay. Nice. Nature? Yeah. 17.
0: Yeah, not bad. Yeah. You, You guys notice? you started to pass over the tip of what you have heard or read about as the Dragonwing Mountains. So that southern kind of shelf of the mountain range. You start, the, the ship starts to pass over. You notice the elevation change. Air gets a little thinner, a little chillier as it's going over. But for the most part, you are still smooth sailing ahead. Klekthaw is back in control and driving, not as distracted as before.
4: How close are we to Dagnaruz?
0: Not that far. I would say Yusuf, maybe... Do a perception check because it might be harder to see, but you might be able to see some of the area. Just
4: no, I rolled a nine.
0: You think you catch a glimpse of the uncovered, like, you think you catch a glimpse, but it's been enough time. Maybe things have dried out, and your eyes could just be playing a trick on you. But you feel close, close enough that uh, kind of hurts your heart,
4: John. So, you said we're just passing it now.
0: We're just around the, like the, that range of the mountains. We didn't get past that.
4: If we're that close, Yusuf's gonna talk to the captain to see if they can go lower.
0: Yeah, Yusuf, you take him aside. You wish to go lower.
4: We're passing over the area that Dagnaruz is, or was, and I can't pass by and not see if there's any chance of survivors.
0: We can do that. If your friends are amenable to that, we will, we will defer to your judgment on this.
4: I, I pull everybody in. I'm like, look, here's the deal. We're right over it. I need to stop.
3: Sure. Yeah. I mean, do you think, um... if anything, I would recommend that we not land
0: just for the sake of being a big flying ship in the sky. But
3: if we can get close enough, will, will seeing it suffice? Should, we should at least take a look. I mean, do we feel like we run the risk of exposing ourselves to Dominion forces? I mean, I'll just put that out there. Probably. If the Bane was responsible for this and the Bane is responsible for coordinating Horatio and probably uh, keeping tabs on his arrival, I don't know. Just a concern, just something to think about.
4: No, you're right.
3: We're this close, they're your people, you know, but you I mean, we did change course. You know what I mean, and if it gives you some peace of mind, it might be worth it. I'm just pointing it out there. So, and if anything, landing would be a a laborious process,
0: and getting back up, getting airborne again, would take a while. But if we just hover and we stay in one place or circle it, we have the advantage of height and a quick getaway. The only thing we would lose,
3: in my estimation, is time. Sure, but I mean, do you have um, ladders somehow, and some some manner of anchor line we could descend and resend, or is that not generally done? If we had to, I'm saying. If we had to? Like, when you say hover, like, how high are we hovering,
0: Captain? Mm, We don't have it long enough to get well. It would probably be safest to hover enough to be able to see what we need to see, but we wouldn't necessarily have the length to get down a rope ladder or anything like that. Understood. That's the height I'm thinking. And he points out the day is clear yeah and it's going to be less clear as we get further south into the 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 southern areas so if you need you can make use of our our ropes to hang off the side and we can give you any telescopes we might have unless this is too
3: little too little effort well let's see what we find first yeah i just want to know what we have at our disposal
2: should we like daisy chain or barrel monkeys
4: We'll, uh, as monkey. we go over, I'll Down use a roof? telescope and, and see what I can see, and if there's if there's anything worthwhile, we'll go from there.
3: Okay. Yeah, Yusuf, I'd like to join you in that endeavor, if that's okay. Please. Just because I can use eye for detail and all that. Sure.
0: And the ship does divert its course. Horatio walks over to Klekthaw, gives him the coordinates to turn and all that, and the ship does veer its course a little bit. And shift just enough that if you're looking at the map, as it cuts down just past Gurn and over, the ship heads straight towards Dagnarus. It eventually zeroes in on the point, and Yusef, you help with Klekthaw and Horatio, and you point out, like, okay, yes, this is the direct path. And as the ship gets closer, you can see the rem- like, you start to see the broken down, charred, and destroyed remains of Dagnarus. There's no protection there anymore. So instead of what would just be a, a, a large patch of forest, in a deep...
4: Yeah, just like illusionary tree line and everything.
0: Right. So, yeah, it's like the tree line was never there anymore. Uh, all the stuff that you would recognize is just, this is fake. This is there to keep people out. It is not there. And you see... You you remember the pastoral plains and village and city of Dagnarus. And your vision at the tower didn't steer you wrong. When I When I said it was sacked, it was completely and thoroughly destroyed there's no smoke now and everything's blackened over but even the crops the farming the you can barely see the division of where the farms were especially at your height the telescope you can kind of catch a oh oh, this was so-and-so's property or i've helped them with this but then you can't really piece where it ends is there
4: any movement like dominion or gnome survivor that like came back or was nope yeah
3: i want to check for that too and then also any weird idiosyncratic you know any sort of clue as to what went out like how it happened or you know just any any hidden clue as to what is going on has gone on yusuf i would say for you i guess
0: roll in this case perception uh with advantage i would say since you're You're hanging off the side of the ship, you've got a lower elevation and a better angle with your telescope. And then Fetter, you have a lot of already perceptory advantages there. So I would say just alone...
4: Maybe a 15.
0: You don't see anything... You don't really see anything that would suggest how it happened. You do see the spot, though, Yusuf, where the vision had you at. And you recognize it still just because it's the solitary weapon jammed into the ground and the, the corpse of uh, Chesterfield. It's a tough thing to see there, hanging off the side of a, a ship so far away, to be so close and so far away. Fedor, you do notice this too, uh, although I don't, you didn't see the vision, you just see the body with the weapon sticking out of it. If there was anything, and you're not even sure if you were to go down there that you would be able to find anything that explained what went wrong, especially if you saw Bonham the Bane, and from what you've heard of him, that this guy was efficient.
3: I'm sorry, mate. Is there anything we can do?
4: How low can we get? I'll ask Horatio. Like, if there's no one else around, like, no one can see us, I'll ask how low we can get.
0: Yeah, uh, and I'm gonna have a couple of the crew, uh, do Horatio, uh, Drago, and Klectha specifically do their own kind of perimeter search. They don't see anybody either if the rest of you guys too want to double check with your rolls um, their rolls are pretty high and they didn't see anything everything looks pretty good but if anyone has like a last minute I like, see nothing really <laughs> killer you see nothing
5: I rolled the one there's a cloud I only got a 17 17 so. okay
0: yeah everything looks clear and I'm Horatio very
2: engaged in the floorboards
0: <laughs> those are some nice floorboards Horatio does acquiesce a bit, all right, let's lower down enough to where we can if you want to we can get you to the ground, but be ready for a quick getaway. Uh, we are out in the open here as the ship gets down a little bit lower you, you has to do a little bit of extra like he has to this is what he's he's here for. he has to guide the ship down a little bit and there's a few trees in the way and just trying to kind of weasel around to get to a good spot without coming to a stop or getting just, you know, without fucking up the landing or the not landing, as it were. And yeah, you get into a good spot where you have about 10, 10, 15 foot drop. Okay. And Horatio gives you an odd... I want to go down
3: with him.
4: He says, okay. And he misty steps off the boat.
3: I'll just okay. straight, like, French rappel down. Like, zzz, like... All right. Yeah.
0: And... Yeah, Klektah has got kind of the ship into a lock, into a position there. He's holding it steady. Uh, and you get the sense that he's going to be manual for this entire time. Drago's also rallied a few crew together to throw a couple extra ropes over and to hop off to the side and start to makeshift another rope to kind of give something to latch onto. Just do what they can to give you guys a way back up should the need to need to rise. And yeah, Yusuf, after all this
4: time...
5: I'll join, I'll join you guys down below.
4: Why not? Okay. I immediately will go to Chesterfield.
5: Okay. And
4: yeah. find uh, this weapon that is in him. Does it look of any particular make or is it just like a soldier left his weapon there?
3: I mean, if that belongs to who we think it belongs to, it might give Taslin a significant advantage on peeking on our boy, if you know what I mean. Though he is good enough from the magical sense that that might not be a great idea. And I just want to, like, if I'm standing over if Yusuf, like, just looking around us, you know, just constantly kind of keeping an eye out around us. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, Yusuf, the weapon
0: is just a simple javelin, Dominion make and model, very standard run of the issue. There's nothing special about it. Get the sense that just Chesterfield got, got as he was running, if anything. From that, you can see, you can see that, yeah, there was some, he was fleeing and, Someone just had a good toss Hit him in the back And it may have been Bonham Yeah But judging how far the the javelin is in him though Bonham didn't kill him Or if he didn't get him with the javelin He certainly got him further with it By jabbing it further in And making sure it was finished Because yeah that thing is lodged in there
4: He pulls the javelin out with one hand And sets it down Yeah And he picks up Chesterfield And he weeps a little bit
3: Yeah And uh, Fetter yeah, dagger out, is going to, like, put a hand up on his shoulder while I'm just kind of constantly looking around. Sorry, man.
4: He doesn't make any noise. He just cries. He's going to take Chesterfield and the Javelin, and he's going to go back to his place. And he says to everybody else, like, spread out, search, collect what you can. If you find survivors, please bring them on board. And he goes back to his home, and he's going to... Barry Chesterfield next to the pool that's nearby that they would always meet by.
5: Yeah, I'll help you with that.
4: When he's done with that, he's going to take the javelin and go and stick it in the ground in the center of his hut so that if there is anybody scrying, they know who moved
1: it. I can't say that I've seen too many places sacked as completely and thoroughly as Dagnarus, But these are the times we live in. I think what impresses me most is Yusuf's composure. I'd probably lose my shit. Anyway, I think it's time I left you up. Don't worry, I'll be back to tell you what happens next on these Demon Days. <laughs>
3: Can you send that to me, John, so I can see it?
0: Yes, I will chat it over here. Now. Uh, <clears throat> uh, boom. Here's
3: hoping I message the right person. Which? Ooh, very exciting. <laughs> <clears throat> Feel my mother for Mrs. Faculty's uh, Yeah. Fucking <laughs> awesome hot. Ancient stuff. golden wisdom.
0: And then while Drew is out, all the secrets of his character are revealed.
3: Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I knew uh. it!
2: <laughs> He's actually the big bad guy. He's the one orchestrating all of this.
3: Dude, I've known it from the beginning. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yusuf Asmodeus is
0: the mm-hmm. full name.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um And Fetter just yeah. made so, her just
2: give up all her secrets in front of him. gosh dang it.
0: And then Yusuf comes in with a hammer and smashes the ball. No, just kidding.
2: Smash! Smashy smash! He really just doesn't want us to get all that information. Like, you're just ruining things, Yusuf. What? (laughs) 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 He's over here being like, of course I would.